Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, we're going to talk a lot about communism, Cuba, college students, and we're going to hear from people who have lived under communism. They understand it directly. They're not looking at theories. They're not looking at intentions. They're not looking at false promises. They're looking at actualities and realities, and they hate communism. And we better start listening to them and taking them deadly seriously. We're going to take a little peek at uh, what the Czech Republic is doing about firearms. We're going to look at the fact that Tucker Carlson really was unmasked by the NSA. Think about that. Talk a little about that and a little bit about the virtue signaling of the Cleveland you can't call them Indians anymore. What can we call them? Yeah, we'll get into that too. All today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought. Time to kick the pig, kids. Welcome, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought. Today is Sunday, and it has turned into Communism Day. Because I was uh, looking at some videos earlier of a young lady uh, criticizing critical race theory, for one, and uh, some other uh, Cuban protesters protesting, of course, what's happening in Cuba, and some college students who just don't understand that the problem with communism communism is not that it hasn't been done correctly it's that you can't do it correctly and that ties into something else critical race theory now critical race theory very important to talk about critical race theory because it's communism that's where it comes from marxism gave us critical theory which basically divided people by classes this is different, but the same animal with different stripes, maybe you'd say, different spots. Critical race theory is dividing on race and identity and class. It's all across the board, and it is evil, and teaching it to our children is absolutely venomous. And if you don't believe me, my friends, then you need to listen to 
this young lady speaking out in Tennessee, uh, there's a longer clip of her in, on, on YouTube. And she goes into more depth. I just wanted to borrow a little bit of it to give you a taste uh, because this young lady has it has it correct. And you need to listen to this lady. She'll introduce herself and, and speak, I believe, to the school board there in her town in, in Tennessee. And she makes some phenomenal points about the fault and evil, really, of critical race theory. Please sounds familiar. Children don't see race until you and I show it to them. So I can tell you what CRT teaches. Critical race theory does nothing but perpetuate the same narrative. It plants the same seed of divisiveness. So why do you want to keep telling the same distorted and divisive story, and especially to our children in the form of education? I ask again, why? Does it help our lagging test scores? Does it equip our children with the tools needed to enter the real world? And by real world, I mean workforce and making a better living, financial literacy and proper decision making. Does it teach our children to value one another regardless of skin color? Does it teach our children to take pride in our country, a country where a man can be a slave, come from nothing, yet give birth to a generation of children that have everything? I remember conversing amongst a group of black friends and we all reflected on our own childhood and how black history was a small section in a history book comprised of only slavery, Jim Crow laws and civil rights. Slavery ended in 1865, 146 years worth of information since then and yet it's filled with nothing but slavery, trauma, inferiority and that's all the history anyone ever shoves in front of us. Again, why? Uh, bravo to that lady. God bless her. Best of luck with her and Blexit. Uh, you need to, to understand about Blexit, too. It's it's pushing black Americans to reject the lies of the Democratic Party, the lies of liberalism, and the lies of leftism, which is feeding critical race theory. It's feeding people trying to take your firearms away. And the firearms one is very important got a couple of clips here from some actual Cubans who actually know what the hell communism is. Not in theory, not in man. That sounds good, man. Cool. Pass the doobie over here, man. No, it's actual results of communism. It's always degradation. It's always the loss of your rights, the loss of your liberties, the loss of your self-autonomy, the loss of ability to speak your mind, express yourself. And yeah, lack of medicine food, and everything else you need to live. It is the most inhumane thing on this earth. Communism is not a failed theory. Communism is not just the delusional rantings of Marx and Engels. It is a tool that evil men and evil women use to gain power over the masses with false promises of the exact opposite. And these are Cubans talking, a couple short clips you need to hear. Uh, but take a listen and see exactly, my friends, what they say about communism. And pay very close attention to the fact that they mentioned the first thing Castro did was to disarm the Cuban people. Listen to us, guys. Communism sounds beautiful in theory, but it can never be taken to practice. Understand that. Communism kills. They take everything. They teach you. They tell you what to think, what to feel. They even control what music you listen to. Right now in Cuba, after 62 years of communism, kids are getting shot in the streets just for chanting freedom. 
There is no freedom in Cuba. You can't say what you think. They don't want communism. We want democracy. Diplomatic political prisoner. The idea of democracy is greater than communism. The idea of capitalism is greater than communism. And I say it to all of the students. You got to study it. Every time communism is put in place, it ends up in a dictatorship. When Fidel Castro, the dictator, came in power, first of all, he took the guns from everybody, and then he killed the smart, intelligent, intellectuals. Remember the professors, the intellectuals? You go first, and then they indoctrinate everybody. They send them to schools, to special schools to indoctrinate you. Right now, it's being pushed to the left, but we need to push it to the right. What's your message to college students who say that America is an oppressive place? America is an oppressive place. Look what is going on here. Look at everybody walking around freedom here. If this was the house of Diaz Canel, we will be all killed right now. We will. Wow. These are people who know. These are people who know. These are people who risk their lives to escape communism. Their their fathers, mothers, grandparents, uncles, they you they risk their lives to escape the hell that is communism. The critical race theory is communism. All these leftist ideals you hear about, the climate change catastrophe that's going to kill us all soon, the push for everyone to eat less, turn, don't be as comfortable in your own home, don't fly on airplanes, don't buy an SUV, turn your lights off, have a day of darkness because we have to save the planet. It's all propaganda, all lies. All of it. And it's intended to make you give up slowly or quickly, either way. Like that, uh, like the frog in the boiling water. If you put him in with water, he won't do anything. But you turn the heat up slowly, we all know what happens to the frog. Don't we? We all know it doesn't end well for Mr. Hopalong. That's how communism works. It doesn't take a violent revolt. It doesn't take some enormous civil war to erupt. It takes a lot of people sitting on their butts and not being aware, maybe not caring, or maybe even falling for the propaganda that the left is spoon-feeding us. And yes, dear media, that includes you. And take very careful note. We had a record number of people past couple years buying firearms because you talk about defunding police, you talk about uh, you, you mischaracterize violent thugs protesting and burning and destroying and looting. You mischaracterize them as Mostly peaceful protesters. Just, just who want an end to injustice. They just want equality. They're mostly peaceful. They're wonderful. They're warriors for justice. Did we mention they are peaceful? Mostly peaceful. No, they were thugs. If something happens and enrages you so much that the only way you can vent your anger is to smash in a window and steal a damn big screen TV. You're not a protester. You're a criminal. You're a thug. And that's all you are. And there's no excusing it. But we see the media and the left, and I repeat myself, doing exactly that. 
And notice very, very, very closely, we had the record number of gun sales. Now we're seeing a spike in crime. Now, the spike in crime, the media, of course, is really covering a lot of stories they never cover. They're still ignoring the self-defense stories, which are uh, hundreds of thousands every year. They never mention those. Never. But they cover all these stories and to make you afraid. Well, we have these record gun sales. Now we got record gun violence. Notice how they've characterized certain types of violence as more important than others. You know, you, you expect a, a commercial soon to, for an officer to walk up to a door, ring the doorbell. When the, when the woman comes to the door, the wife, the officer has his head off. Ma'am, I, I read to inform you your husband, fill in the name here, was killed earlier during a robbery. And then the wife will say, oh, not gun violence. And the police officer, oh, no, he was stabbed to death. Oh, thank God he wasn't shot. At least it wasn't gun violence. That's the kind of crap you expect to hear soon. But there's no correlation. No one's ever even come close to proving that the people who bought all those guns, first-time gun owners, first-time gun buyers, that they are committing crimes with us. No, it's the same street trash, the same thug trash. Who's been doing it for years? And liberal politicians, liberal legislators won't get serious about actually having violent crimes carry a very harsh sentence. They won't get serious about not releasing them. They won't instead embrace the language of defunding the police, cracking down on police behavior, limiting the way police can do their jobs, wanting to microanalyze every, every time a cop stops a black person, and they also, of course, they want to make sure that the bail isn't too high for the violent felons. And these people are getting out of jail, getting out of jail, and they're killing people. They're shooting people. Where the hell have they got to lose? Early bail, or not bail, but parole for people who are violent felons. Literally, a history of violent felonies they've committed longer than my arm. Okay, there you go. Have a nice life. And they kill people. They hurt people. And the media goes, oh, it must be those first-time gun buyers. So understand what is happening. There will be a bigger and bigger push on this, I guarantee you. But understand something. Castro took the guns first. The Soviets took the guns first. Hitler took the guns first. Name any dictator, and pretty much you're going to know that before they really took power, they took the guns. Same with Chavez. That's what they were told in Venezuela. Oh, we've got to do this for gun safety for the children. My God, we've got to. And then one day, they're disarmed. And guess what's happened in Venezuela since then? Liberty, freedom, parties every day, free booze and free flowers for everybody? No. Standing in line for toilet paper, food, things like that. Very, very sad. But there's a, there's a good story here, my friends, from the Czech Republic, former Czechoslovakia. 
And the Czech Senate has approved something there that makes me feel good. From Free North Carolina blog comes this news. The Czech Senate has approved an amendment granting the right to bear arms in their constitution. Following the lead of the greatest country of all. Yes, thank you, the United States. The Senate of the Czech Republic has approved adding a right to self-defense with a weapon to its Charter of Fundamental Rights and Freedoms following a successful petition campaign. So who did it? The people of the Czech Republic. The Czech people, if you're a Czech person, that sounds funny to say. If you're in, in the Republic of uh, Czech Republic, rather, give yourself a hand Push it through. Do not let it fail. And then never, ever, ever let it be taken. A total of 54 of the 74 senators of the Czech Republic voted thumbs up on this. So that's an overwhelming majority. Makes me feel good. I wish our Senate collectively had that much sense. Voted to amend the charter surpassing the needed three-fifths majority of votes and will become law once signed by Czech President Milos Zeman, who has previous, previously expressed support for not only a right for this in the Czech Republic, but for a European Second Amendment and is unable to veto constitutional change in any case. Thank you. Excellent news. Good news. We need this sometimes, my friends. We need good news, and this is very good news. Thank God. You know, one thing you can think when the left takes power, as they did here with uh, President Mumbles and his crew of, uh, of, of catastrophe that can't, can't shoot straight, can't ride straight, can't do anything. Hell, Kamala can't do anything. She can't. She probably couldn't make a tuna sandwich, frankly. Uh her first question of making tuna salad would probably be, where's the ketchup? But anyway, the problem is this administration is doing damage to this nation, but they're turning off voters left and right and center. That's why they're pushing so hard not to have any type of voter regulation, voter rules. They want to be able to steal elections. Now, did I say they stole the last one? I didn't say that because I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, it wouldn't stun me to find out there was efforts to do that. I'm sure there probably is every election in, in here and there. And, but the fact is that, you know, some people will always cheat. Just like I would never be surprised if someone were to tell me that, uh, you know, China released that virus on purpose as payback to Trump. Would not surprise me at all. At all. Would not surprise me. So anything the left does doesn't surprise me because it's a very short trip from, from living out what Brahma Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste because it allows you to do things you couldn't normally do. It's a short leap from there to creating a crisis or exacerbating or using a crisis. And we know a lot of Democratic leaders across the country try to use covid as a way to, to tamp down on personal liberty, freedom of movement, freedom of, of everything else. And again, you know, the smart things were done by Trump, 
number one, get a vaccine or several vaccines that could stop it. Unfortunately, too many people have not taken it. That's a side issue. But we've got now something that Trump pushed. And you know what? What did Democrats do when Trump said we need vaccines? We're going to get them done. I'm going to work my butt off, basically, to get it done. What did the left say? Remember Kamala Harris? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take a vaccine that Trump came up with. This was before the election. Biden said basically the same thing. I heard a lot of the people on the left say that. Very irresponsible, extremely irresponsible. Because, of course, Trump wasn't inventing vaccines. There were scientists, medical people. They were taking care of this. People who actually know. But we see now that the left will do anything to assume and gain as much power, any catastrophe, anything they can use. That's how the left operates. They never miss an opportunity. Yes, we know they're woke, which means they have moronic ideas when they left us. But the leadership of the left, they're not woke. They're awake and they're aware and they will take advantage. So would, would the NSA really, really, I've been leading up to this the whole time. Would the NSA really unmask means expose information about Tucker Carlson, the Fox host, I mean, the lesbian lambasting or lambasting, whatever. There's a lamb involved anyway, but the NSA, Tucker Carlson, accused the NSA of unmasking him. And a lot of people on the left, of course, pillar, they hate Tucker Carlson because he doesn't back down. He speaks the truth. They hate his guts. Uh, I like him. I respect the hell out of him, frankly. At least he stopped wearing that bow tie he used to wear. That I couldn't accept. Because bow ties just do not look good on men. The fact is, the left was all, oh, his Tucker Carlson. He's on that case. Fox needs to fire him. Well, guess what? The NSA, National Security Agency, has now admitted, confessed, owned up to unmasking Tucker Carlson's identity after an intelligence intercept. Plus, the tyrants at Facebook, they have confirmed that they actually have been censoring his show. Really? You know how increasingly on Facebook, you 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 see a story and it'll have a little, little information there. I saw notices about the dailygator.com that I, when I post things, I think it's still happening. There'll be a little thing below that. And I'll say, uh, more information is needed on this website. Blah, 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 blah. I was going to write and say, Hey, this is the most trustworthy guy ever. He's handsome. He's single ladies. He's a phenomenal lover. He has a, but, of course, I would not do that. I would not lie to get a date. Uh, this doesn't work. I've tried it. Believe me. But anyway, think about it. Tucker Carlson now has been proved correct. National security is not supposed to be spying on or unmasking American citizens. It's damn near not supposed to do it to journalists who are just talking. I mean, it's not like the journalist 
air quotes uh, at CNN or MSNBS or the rest of the media. He's a legitimate journalist. And you know what? Anybody who has a blog, who writes, who has opinion pieces, who looks into anything, even if you're just doing research for yourself, which I do a lot of, I guess you may now run afoul of the NSA. That's very scary stuff. And we know what the NSA and all the Trump story and the fake Russian prostitutes and the fake dossier, we know all that now. Doesn't make you feel good, does it? In fact, it's damn scary stuff, my friends. Damn scary stuff. Speaking of scary stuff, are you a fan of Cleveland baseball? So you're a fan of the Cleveland Indians. Oh, wait, you can't call them Cleveland Indians anymore. Finally, the leftist whiners have gotten... Uh, the Cleveland baseball franchise to change its name. It's no longer the Indians. Nope, no longer the Indians. So what is the new name? The Browns? I mean, their football teams have been named the Browns. They, they were the original Cleveland Browns, who are now the Baltimore Ravens. Then they got a brand new franchise. And same uniform, same name, and same lack of any real success. They're the Cleveland Browns again. So maybe the Cleveland Browns baseball team. I mean, the New York Giants had a baseball team for years before they moved to San Francisco. And they had the football, New York football Giants. That's where that expression came from. St. Louis Cardinals baseball team still there. It's one of the iconic franchises in sports. And there used to be the, who are now the Arizona Cardinals, who were the Phoenix Cardinals, but they couldn't take that name because the city of Phoenix didn't have a Martin Luther King holiday. But before that, they were in St. Louis. And they were known as the St. Louis Cardinals. They had a football and baseball team, same name. So it wouldn't be unprecedented. Well, okay, it didn't go there. How about the Cleveland Rockers? I mean, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. Even though there's a lot of people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who have never played rock and roll in their damn life. Okay? Let's just be honest. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be completely, completely filled with inductees that are actual rock and roll artists, bands, etc., etc. Okay? Let's just get that straight. Get that off my chest. Nope. They are going to be known as the Cleveland Guardians. There's another wrong with being a guardian. Better than the Cleveland Gardeners. That would have been really embarrassing. But the Cleveland... Cleveland Guardians? You couldn't think of a better name. I mean, really. He could have used the Cavaliers. Well, that's a pretty, pretty lousy basketball team. The Cleveland Cavaliers have always sucked, except for the years they had LeBron James. And although he sucks as a human being, he's the greatest basketball player of all time, so he made, made them winners, get them to some finals. Pretty much every successful season in Cleveland, and a few back in the mid-late 80s, but basically the Cleveland Cavaliers have always sucked. So now you have the Cleveland Guardians. Do you feel safer? Is it a better country? Is Major League Baseball better now because we don't have the Cleveland Indians anymore? 
We have the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, the Cleveland Guardians. Could have been worse. I I said at the time when they said they're going to change the name, I said the perfect name was the Cleveland Cancelers. But did they listen to me? Of course not. Because no one listens to me. You got to learn, people. I'm, I'm not bad for a white guy, I'm telling you. So Cleveland Guardians, eh, I used to root for the Indians. And, and they have not won a World Series since got 48. Uh, so it's been a long time. And I was rooting for them to win one. But I, I don't know if I'm going to now. My feelings are hurt. I'm not going to take it. And finally, one of my favorite people. She's like so authentic. Uh, noted communist and fake journalist and agitator Nicole Hannah-Jones hails what nation? I'll leave, the, I'll leave that blank. Nicole Hannah-Jones hails this nation as among the most equal countries. What do you think she says, America? Are you kidding me? She hates America. Well, she loves that it makes her rich and famous and all that. And she has a freedom to lie and, and write garbage like the 1619 Project, pretend to be a journalist and make lots of money and get tenure from universities when she doesn't deserve. She probably isn't fit to be in a classroom taking a class at University of North Carolina or at Howard, where she now has tenure as a, as a uh, whatever, journalist and something else. Not racial animosity. That should be. Creating racial animosity with Nicole Hannah-Jones. Have you slapped a white person today? Um, in a 2019 podcast, I don't know anything about podcast. What is a podcast? I don't know. I've never even listened to one. Uh, I wonder how many people will get the sarcastic humor there. But in a 2019 podcast, Nicole Hannah-Jones praise Cuba. Of course, Cuba. Cuba's socialist policies, how are those working out? Yeah, that's right. People can't get medicine. People can't get food. People have no freedom. People can't speak their mind. How's it working out for you there, Nikki Hannah-Jones? You hack. Uh, but she praised Cuba's socialist policies, calling the country among the most equal and multiracial countries in the West. You know what country is very multiracial? Multi-ethnic, multi-religious, multi-opinionated. It's the United States, Nicole. That's right. That's right. And we're also e easily the most tolerant, multiracial, multi-ethnic society on earth. We have the best opportunity. Now, we got a lot of problems. Every country's going to have problems because people are involved. But... Cuba, of course, would get her credit, her, her praise, because it's communist, you see. People don't have any liberty there. And people like Nicole Hannah-Jones only believe in liberty and freedom of expression when it's their own and when it pads their wallet. Otherwise, they have no use for it, especially peons like you, my friends. Under Cuba's socialist policy... Policies, sorry. One former Cuban economist projects inflation to reach 900%. 900%. So 
just apply that 900%. If, if you just went down and bought a soda in the store, I did yesterday at Walgreens. I've got a bone to pick with you, Walgreens, by the way. I'll address that later. But a $2, whatever it was, some diet drink, uh, cost two bucks. Now, if 900% inflation were reality here, and Team Biden's working on it, don't don't put it past them. They've screwed America into you know what every every chance they've gotten since President Mumbles took over. Don't put anything past them, and don't expect any Vaseline or any kind of lubricant because you know what, just bend over and take it because they're Democrats. But if 900% inflation, that $2 soda would have cost me $18. That brings some reality home. 18 bucks for a soda. Think about that. That $5 bag of really good beef jerky I almost bought, but it's so little in there. I just can't justify paying five bucks. 45 bucks. Really? Boy, that's good. Those, uh, that bucket of, of lettuce. Two or three bucks, whatever. I think it's about three bucks. Nice mixed greens, some spinach in there. Make a ton of salad with it. For three bucks, amen. Four bucks, amen. 27 or 36 bucks, no. But Cuba is great because it has massive inflation. Can't get medicine. Can't feed its people. The people can't feed themselves because, well, they're just people. They don't deserve any liberties or freedom. But Addison Smith from Campus Reform notes that in a resurfaced 2019 podcast by Ezra Klein of Vox, Vox, if you ever want just really, really bad writing and idiotic opinion, there's Slate, there's Salon. Vox is another one, my friend. If you want all those things mixed with this blatant racism, go to the root. Oh, good Lord. Those people there, very, very twisted people. And the New York Post also, Howard University professor and 1619 Project author, Nicole Hannah-Jones, praised Cuba's socialist economy, deeming it one of the most equal countries in the West. Oh, it's equal. Everyone lives in misery. It's equal. Isn't it wonderful? I just love misery. I just love it. Oh, God, I'm equal. Yes, I'm starving. I can't feed my kids. I'm standing in line for two days for half a roll of toilet paper. But by God, so are those formerly rich people I hated so much because they were rich. Yeah, I could get toilet paper anytime I wanted in, in 38,000 pack, in the 38,000 roll pack. But, well, I feel equal now, so I'm good. And uh, she said, if you want to see the most equal, uh, multiracial democracy, it's not a democracy. She said, the most equal multiracial country in our hemisphere, it would be Cuba. She then praised Cuba's socialist economy, claiming it has led to the least inequality. Again, equality of misery, Nicole Hannah-Jones, you dumbass, is still equal equality, right? They're all equal. None of them can get toilet paper in Venezuela. They can't feed themselves in Venezuela. They can't get medicine in Cuba, but they're all equal in this misery. Oh, it's so wonderful. Because Nicole Hannah-Jones is just getting rich and fat over here. We ought, to, we ought to be able to take certain people 
and put them in Cuba and make them live like the average person. And let's see how much they loved America when they came back. Because while they're doing it, getting fat on this country, they're trashing the country. It's history, it's present, it's heroes, everything. But they damn sure cash in those checks, right, Nicole Hannah-Jones? You, you despicable human being. Cuba actually has the least inequality, and that's largely due to socialism, she said, which I'm sure no one wants to hear. Yes, no one wants to hear it because it's <coughs> bullshit, 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 bullshit alert. Uh, but the people of Cuba are revolting. I guess they don't have uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones there to teach them their air of their ways. And my friends, that's it for me. I'm going to go do something fun. I don't know what yet. Anyway, if you wish to support thedelegator.com, the blog that started it all, if you want to support this podcast, the world's most dangerous podcast, especially to liberals and leftist feelings, go to Anchor. You can subscribe as a monthly thing. They'll take X amount of dollars from you every month if you want that. Uh, just anchor.dughagen. You'll find me. You'll find the page. If you want to just do a random donation. You can do that at thedailygator.com. Click on the PayPal button in the first post on the blog. It says buy now. Click there. We'll take it to my PayPal page. Through the, through the magic of the internet, which they also don't have in Cuba in any working fashion. They have to control the information, you know, because communism sucks. If you do so support the blog, I appreciate it very much. There's no need to. I'll never threaten you. I'll never call you a bad name if you don't give me money. Okay? That's not why I'm doing this. But thank you for your patronage. God bless all of y'all. Take care. Remember the three golden rules of life. If you're left, you're like Nicole Hannah-Jones. You'll just never be right. God bless America. And yes, always, always go Gators. My friends, take care. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And just be nice. Life's so much better that way. Take care. God bless.